Podnuts wants to thank everyone who supports the network by going to www.podnuts.com slash Amazon. Hey everybody, welcome to Geeksters episode 181. Though your brain is not playing tricks on you, your ears are not playing tricks on you, we are back. Uh, I'm Martin Abando, the one of the co-hosts here on Geeksters uh, from Abando Computing. We got Mitch, my man, Heyman. How's it going, Mitch? Not too bad. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. It is... Okay, so we had a, a, a hiatus for a while, and then we came back for a show, and I said, okay, we're going to bring this back. Um, we're going to bring this back. And then we had another little hiatus because life just gets crazy, but I really... You know, uh, your job has changed a little bit. Um, your times have changed a little bit. I can kind of start seeing how my patterns are going to lay out a little bit more. Um, I have been doing another show. Um, so I think we're going to be able to, you and I need to talk offline, but I think we're going to be able to solidify on a day that's going to work the best for both of us. And I, and I, 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 I honestly truly have been missing the show. I've been missing, um, people emailing us i've been missing seeing you mitch and uh, you know i definitely you know definitely missing tim um we have been in talks with tim um so when people think hey is tim still around tim is still around um i want to bring him back on the show he's just he's kind of having some rough times right now and so we're just going to let him be um and i i'll I'll always invite tim to be on the show and he's you know he's always a geekster brother to us um but right now he's just he's going to have some time and we're going to we're going to let him be and and uh, hope to see him soon but he is doing well. He's not upset. We didn't have a falling out. He doesn't hate Mitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing like that. He's just, he just needs some time and we're going to let him have that time. And I, you know, I, I get it. We all just need some time. But, uh, yes, we are back. Episode 181. But before we go any further, I want to remember that if you subscribe to any of the Podnuts shows, uh, Podnuts Daily, Podnuts, Gosh, I can't remember how many there are now, but good grief. There's a mini PC show. There's Podnuts um, Daily. There's the M- There's a new show I just saw the other day called MRP Tech Podcast. And this is a gentleman who I believe had his own show. Looks like he is now part of the Podnuts Network. So we're excited to have him on there. Um, and if you haven't already heard, Podnuts Pro is back. Um, Marvin B., um, you usually hear him from the, the Podnuts uh, Daily Show or the Weekly Show uh, with uh, Jeff Hallish. Marvin, myself, and Matt Rainey get together. We kind of talk about some enterprise stuff, and those those guys just know a lot of stuff. And uh, I, I'm going to be talking about a, a project today. I'll be talking about the same project on that show because it literally things caught on fire today. And and when you're working with electronics, that's never a good thing. I'm not an electrician, but I know that smoke and fire. And things like that should never happen. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to get to that story because I, I just finished that one up today. And I'm, uh, and that's just, uh, it's one of those, <sighs> after I'm done, I'm good with that. So the other thing I know I need to work on, and I'm working on it right now, is that I have had some emails of people saying, Martin, you get excited and we love that about you. But the problem is you end up speaking too fast. So I'm going to work on slowing it down. Mitch, you got to help me out. Maybe give me a, a thumbs up, a thumbs down. Tell me to just back off a little but I get excited. I want to tell you guys what's going now, on. With you're the, with that. you're but, a very good talker. I mean, but unlike I myself, now no, you, you I don't. talk too fast. No, you don't. So if it's too slow, sure. then people, <laughs> you don't want that. Yes. But I want to, I need to remember just to ooh, bring it down a little bit. So I'm going to be start, I'm going to start working on that. Uh, but before we go any further, if you listen to any of those shows on the Podnets network, please make sure to click on our sponsors links on the homepage. Right there, right off to the right-hand side, there's Instant House Call by Corey Fruitman. Great guy. I've worked with him, um, talked to him many times. Uh, just a, just a, he's Canadian. 
Don't hold that against him. But just a hands down, just a really, really good guy. And actually, if he's Canadian, he may be better off where we are coming up here. But anyways, I digress. Uh, and of course, podnuts.com slash Amazon. If you purchase anything from Amazon, a little bit of that money kicks back to the Podnuts network. You don't see a hit. It doesn't, it doesn't add any expenses to you, but it definitely just helps us out with the Podnuts, uh, Podnuts network. And we're excited to have Instant House Call as one of our, um, our sponsors. And I see a couple people, a couple people in the chat room. Uh, if you do want to come in and join us on the chat room, uh, you can go to the podnuts.com slash geeksters live. I believe you can check out there. If you just say, Hey, I just want to see you in the chat room. Um, we're on the free node network under hashtag podnuts. And I see a couple people in there and, uh, Kevin Wishers already says he's feeling less gruntled now. So if, uh, if we can help people feel just a little more, uh, just a little more gruntled. Gruntled's good, right? Yes, gruntled. If we if we can make people feel a little more gruntled, then I think we've done our job. But that's enough with the ramblings of the uh, sponsors and stuff like that. But ah, Mitch, we're back. One eighty one. We're back. One eighty one. Oh my gosh! And you know, I was telling Mitch before the show. I said, you know, I've just. It's so nice to see everybody again. It's so nice to be on the radio. Yeah, I've done Podnuts Pro, um, and that's fun. But it's not, it's not Geeksters. Geeksters is your, you know, your comfy shoes. It's your warm, fuzzy blanket. You know, it's, it's, it's where I just snuggle up to these, these two big guys that, and they just, you know, I just snuggle right on in and, and we just have a good time just talking tech and geek and, and really anything from, gosh, computers to laptops to tablets to hard drives to, you know, you name it, watches. We've just got a computer in it at some point. We're going to talk about it. So I'm excited to, to be back in here. So. Hey Mitch, it's been oh I don't know forever. You're looking good. Um, because you can only see me from the waist up. Nah, I've been eating too much lately. It's that time <laughs> well, of the year. Oh, it is. You know, holidays come around, and what do you do but eat too much? Right. If anybody out there it doesn't eat too much over the holidays, they're a robot or very dedicated. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with the robot. But you've been so. Are you still? Your I know your work schedule has changed. Does that mean you're still in the same position? Or yeah, did you get, I'm in the same company now. Is that I'm, what it was? <laughs> I'm in the same position, but they uh. They train me to do some other things, so they need somebody to do some of the stuff that they train me to do between three thirty and five thirty, because my boss leaves. So that's why they move my time from nine a.m. to five thirty p.m. So I like it nice. actually. Yeah, and that's one of the things that's going to help us out because now, um, because for for old listeners and new listeners, uh, the difference between Mitch and I is three hours. Um, it's five ten here on the Pacific Coast, and Mitch is over there at eight eight at eight ten. Um, and so trying to schedule a time that's after work for me, but you know, early on, Mitch had to be at work so early that he couldn't stay up late. Um, and so we wanted to, we had to, we had to kind of struggle with that. And how was that going to work out well? And that was one of the issues that really kind of caused a um, kind of a of, of a hiatus of geeksters. It was just time. Like, how do we figure that out? I was getting busier. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't expect Mitch to stay up all hours waiting for me to get home and to get ready and prepped and stuff like that. But, but I think, you know, I think now that Mitch's work schedule's changed a little bit, I think we're going to be able to figure something out. And I'm excited for that. I'm excited to get Geeksters back going. And I'm, I'm hoping our listeners are excited for that too. I, didn't, I don't hear any noise, but I think they are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If anybody has any complaints about that, I would prefer that you not email those. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. Anybody can email stuff in. Uh, you know, you always can. Um, so I've had, I've actually had a couple, um, I've actually had a couple bits of email. If you don't mind, we can start, start off with that. Um, uh, first one was from a gentleman by the name of Chris Crispell. Now, interesting about Chris Crispell is, um, let me see if he mentions it in his email. 
loading, loading. He does. Okay. So here it is. Um, hey, Martin, I've listened to you on Geeksters on a pod, on, and on Podnuts and enjoy your perspective and stories. Um, I'm also a solo tech working for about 15 years now. And here's the funny thing. I actually live really close to you. I live by, and then he goes over to talk about where he actually lives. Um, anyway, on your last Geeksters episode, <laughs> you mentioned a tool to open ports on machines to test with Telnet. What was the name of that program? Anyways, thanks for all you do. If you want to talk business or tech, let me know. And um, Chris and I actually met and had lunch. He lives near a school that I used to work at. So really, for me to get to where he lives, probably 15 minutes, if that. So Chris, uh, it was funny. So Chris and I went to go meet at a restaurant that was in between us. They actually had some water issues, and the restaurant was closed that day. So we uh, met at a Red Robin. We sat down. Oh, my gosh. I think we were there for two hours. Um, just a Just a super nice guy, solo tech. Really, you know, he's doing what what we all do as a solo tech, trying to figure out how to grow, how to build, how to how to bill. You know, how do you bill somebody for time? How do you do this and that? And you know, um, just a just a super super nice guy. And I asked him, you know, I said, hey, would you ever like to be on Geeksters? And he says, oh, I don't know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna poke him a little bit more and see if um, see if he'll get on Geeksters. But the the tool that he talked about, or the tool that I had talked about, um, is actually called. I have to look it up. That's the problem. I didn't. I wasn't prepared for that. So uh, talk amongst yourselves for a moment here. Uh, I remember. I, I don't remember what the tool was, but I remember you talking about it. Portlistener.exe is what it's go. called. P-O-R-T-L-I-S-T-N-E-R.exe. Um, and remember, what this tool does is you can run it on a machine and you can... Uh, and, and, and you can set it to listen to a certain port and it's just a small executable. It just runs as a standalone. So you run it on a machine and it, and it, and it runs. And then what happens is you tell it to listen on whatever port. It won't listen. I don't believe it'll listen on 80 and 443, but you can say port 5050. Then what you can do is you can go to your router and you can do all your port forwarding and then you can try to telnet in to that IP address on that port and then it should answer that means that your port forwarding on your router has been co is correct and so it's a great way to say yes that port is open and it's passing traffic through the firewall um if you have some systems that uh, this and this came from because i, I had a um I had a uh, HVAC system that they said, we can't get to the computer. Does it, the problem is your port forwarding. And I said, no, that's correct. And I, I, I then assigned, I took that IP address, I signed it to another computer. I then listened on a the certain port and then was able from externally to able to tell net in that verified that through the router, there was the port being forwarded correctly and it was picking up on that IP address. So that, that verified that the, the forwarding was correct. So port, what ended up, port listener, is that what you used it for, for a troubleshooting? Exactly. Yeah. I ran port right. listener and that just listened on a certain port. That way you can test and see if things come through your firewall. What happened was the problem that came out is that their gateway was incorrect. So remember, so the data was coming in, but then the gateway on their device was wrong, so it could never make itself back out. As soon as they resolved that issue, everything worked out just fine. So that's, yeah, it's portlistener.exe. Um, and I will have some, I will have documents in the show notes, uh, of where to get that. I do remember talking about that before and I'll make sure I can get that again. That down. So, yeah, so that's from, uh, Chris Crispel and a nice guy there. Um, Pete Raymond, um, also emailed in and said, I wanted to drop you guys a little constructive feedback. So here's the, here's the talking too fast part. Um, oh, sorry. It's Pete Reynaud, R-E-Y-N-A-U-D. I'm sorry, Pete, if I just completely messed up your last name. 
wanted to drop you a line and give you a little constructive feedback. First, I'd like to say that I love the content that you, Mitch, and Tim provide. There are two areas that you could use a little tweaking, though. First is when you're telling and uh, when you're telling and in the trenches stories, sometimes you get excited telling the story, which is a good thing, but start talking fast. It sort of reminds me of Techzilla when it seemed that Patrick Norton and Veronica were having a race to see who could talk the fastest. I love your stories and those of Mitch and Tim too. The other area for adjustment is the audio. I find your audio and Mitch's your audio and Mitch is good, good to very good, but Tim's all over the place. A lot of time I have to turn up my volume up and down depending on if Tim's talking into the microphone or not. I value what each of you has to say and I don't want to miss anything. Keep up the good work with the show. I always look forward to the next one, Pete, and he's from New Orleans. So that's, I remember that reading that email and thinking, okay, I talk too fast. I need to slow it down. Um, I don't think you do. No. No. Well, talk for, I mean, I'm engaged. I mean, I learn from you. I mean, see, I'm just, I'm the sidekick here. I don't do what you do. I fix PCs. That's all I do. Just for families and friends. And that, that's all I want to do. Yeah, but I, I keep up with it, you know, but, uh. But I think Geeksters has an, a place for that. I think Geeksters has a place. You don't have to be a tech to listen to, to, to no. Geeksters. You don't, you know, that's not what, you know, I, I, I realize that, you know, like Podnuts Pro, we talk about enterprise stuff and, and big switches and routers and how are we going to reroute this traffic and how are we going to lay out a project that, you know, one of the projects that I have, have coming up where it's a new coffee shop. It's the same coffee shop, but it's a new building. You know, they want four separate networks. They want to reroute traffic to this way and they want to route it that way and they want this secure. That's, that's higher than I want the geeksters to get into. I, you know, we've talked about things like what's the difference between a NAT router and a, and a, and a, just a regular router. You know, uh, uh, you know, we've talked about things like that. Like we've dug deep into the trenches and I love doing that stuff. Um, I love teaching that, but I also don't want this to be a show where people who just work on their parents' computer, people who have just a nine to five job, but yet they want to tweak and they want to start getting into this field feel like, uh, that's a little above my head. I want to bring that down to that level because we were all there. You know, I, I, I was working on an ambulance nine to five, Monday through Friday, and yet fixing people's computers and doing that on the side until I got the call and, you know, was actually assigned, uh, you know, applied for a job, um, for, for computers. And so there's, there's always going to be that, that, that niche. And that's what I want geeksters to be. I want, I want it to be able to work for everybody who, who just likes hearing stories from the trenches from enterprise level, um, all the way down to people who just work on the weekends, you know, fixing, you know, mom and pop computers. I, I called, I called several of the, uh, Podnets pros and the new ones, two or three, and, uh, I'm engaged, you know, I mean, cause I like, you know, Mar uh, Marvin, Matt and yourself. I mean, it's, it's really good. And you do talk in a way where, I can understand. Even I can understand because I'm not, I was never trained in any of that. And I just, I'm learning stuff just from listening to eat to you. And that's, that's a good show. Yeah. It's, I, I have a lot of fun there. So we go, we don't have a video on that one. Um, just because we just don't, but so we, and we don't really have a live show. Um, we do record and then we do, we, it gets posted after that. So that's why if you're, if you're looking for a pod that's pro live, um, you won't, you won't find one. We've, we, we opted not to go, um, live with that because sometimes, um, you know, we don't even start recording until seven o'clock my time. So that's, that's 10 o'clock your time. Um, so we have Marvin is in Florida and Matt's in Louisiana. And so it's two hours to Matt and then three hours to Marvin. So you're covering all three time zones there. Yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, and, and a lot of times we're just hanging out and talking. And, um, so we want to make sure that, you know, and I don't necessarily look the, I don't, I don't necessarily look beautiful all the time. Uh, so I, I want to make sure that, uh, uh, anyways, you got my draft. 
Um, Joe Mesman sent another email in, and this was, and actually Joe is also another fellow person here in Oregon. I've met him a couple times. I've actually done some work with him. Um, just a, just a really good tech. Um, he used, he said, uh, oh, uh, it's a program called Win It, Win Anti Ransom. So it's winpatrol.com. Win anti-ransom. And I'll put this in the notes again. He says, I've tried installing ransomware on my Honeypot computer, and this is the only software that prevented every one of my single samples from installing on the computer, and it's not expensive either. Um, so I think this looks more like your uh, kind of like a D7, or not a D7, but a crypto prevent, um, anti-ransom. One computer, $20 a year. Three computers, $25 a year. And five computers, $30 a year. Um, so Brian is on there. Brian from uh, Bright Tech Computers has a has a quote on there, and Ken Dwight, the virus doctor, also mm -hmm. has a quote on there. So I have not looked into this um, yet, um, but you know, if anybody out there wants to give it a shot, it looks like there is a free 30-day trial. Uh, but it does prevent. Um, it says that it prevents um, when uh, it prevents ransomware. So yeah, we'll put that in the show notes. But wanted to, to let everybody know about about that. And thanks, Joe, for, for sending that, sending that in. Uh, well, let me tell you a couple things that I've been working on. So I did have a computer a couple weeks ago. A uh, lady called me up and she said, Hey, Martin, I can't, uh, she said, she said, so on the other last night when I was leaving the office, I noticed that I had an email about the 2017 budget. And so I quickly clicked on it, ran it. Nothing happened. I thought, uh, eh, no worries. And I closed out my computer and I went home for the day. She said, I get in today and that my my desktop's different. The, my screen, my background is different. It's telling me about this. This it's, things are encrypted. Oh, I'm like, no. oh no. I'm like, okay. Can you can you open up your my documents? She says, okay. I said, open up a document. She says, it doesn't open up. She says, everything has this Tor T A T or Thor T H O R extension on it. And I said, okay. Here's what I need you to do. <laughs> I said, I need you to unplug the computer. And I said, I need you to go into the other office and unplug that computer too. And the reason is, is because I know they interconnect via Dropbox. So I said, I need you to go unplug that computer. So she did. I get on site, computer not plugged in network, bring it up. Sure enough, completely infected with the Thor virus. Now the issue with the Thor virus or this, this ransomware is that it's so new, at least at that time, that there wasn't any um, recovery software. So I said, well, how much stuff is on here? She goes, well... Nothing that I can't replace. So um, that was probably one of the easiest recoveries because we just wiped and reloaded it. <laughs> but uh, what I did find is this, and I don't know if this was just because I was lucky. She did encrypt her Dropbox because Dropbox was connected to that computer. But Dropbox, through Dropbox, it did not ever jump to the other computer, which I thought was interesting. So even though both computers had Dropbox installed and they both could see the Dropbox folder in their My Documents, you know, um, so... I thought that was that was interesting, but uh, yeah, it's still out there. This is, you know, I know that uh, <laughs> Matt was talking about how he had had three computers, like almost back to back, get infected, and I'm like, oh, I haven't had one in a long time, and sure enough, <laughs> I've never personally, I've never dealt with it to this day, never. You know, it's just she said, I, I she said I should have known better. I, 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 I just, you know, I, I just was in a hurry and I just clicked on it. So I felt it was like, well, okay. So now she's going to be extra careful with, with everything that she tries to, tries to do or open. So that's one thing. Um, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of new computers, um, lately I have two, two, uh, one of my clients, they're moving, they're, they're going from Windows XP to seven. I have those two computers here on site. 
Um, that's exciting. Get some rid of some Windows XP they're, machines. Did you say they're going to Windows XP two seven? Yeah, they're right? still running Windows XP. Oh my gosh! So they're just they're just single computers, where, and um, they just haven't had the money. So we'll get them we'll get them done, and then um, so I've got a, I've got one of my one of my um, um, big coffee shops that I've been managing maintaining um, with Open Mesh. Gosh darn it, love Open Mesh. So just working out really well. They're growing. They're going to have a new coffee shop put in place. Um, the walls are just getting put in right now. They're going to have four, three, three different networks. So they're going to have the offices. They're going to have a um, conference room, and then they're going to have the kind of their their main uh, main coffee shop. So there's a point of sale systems in the coffee shops with the wireless. The conference room they want wireless, but they're going to have a little micro Dell micro PC in there. They're going to have inter. Um, we're going to get VoIP phone in there. Um, and then the offices are going to be on their own separate network as well. So we're getting multiple open mesh devices in there. Um, I have a huge watch guard that's out in the hall that I'm going to be deploying there, um, segmenting all the, the networks out. So it's going to be fun. That's going to be a great project to, to work on. Um, looking, looking forward to getting, getting that one, getting that one situated and, uh, and, and going. So today, <laughs> so a couple months ago, I was called by one of my older clients, um, and they said, hey, we're going to be moving. We have to actually move offices. They're actually going to be tearing down the building they're currently in. I said, not a problem. We'll get you moved over. She says, we don't know the specs yet. We don't know where we're going to go, but I just wanted to give you a heads up. And I believe this would have been June, somewhere June, July, you know, so a while ago. So they called me and they said, this is what's going on. I said, not a problem. They said, we found a place and we'd like you to come look at it. Okay, I drove out there. It's it's two minutes, you know, two two excuse me, it's two miles from their lo current location, so really close. Went there. They said, "This is what we're going to do. We're going to rip down this wall. We're going to build a wall here. We're going to do this." And I said, "Sounds, you know, it looks really good. Um, you know, everything is going to going to go together really well for this location." And that was that. Never heard anything back. Never, you know, just it went quiet. And all of a sudden, it was, hey, we got the place we want to start moving. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. We need to get electricians in there. We need to do, you know, let me meet with your low-level guy. So we meet up with the the low-level electrician, and, and we kind of plan out something. And he's going to run cables from point A to point B and the racks and the switches and, you know, everything. I'm like, great. This is working out really, really smooth. And you know the saying, too good to be true? Yeah, that's kind of what this happened here. So I ordered new computers, and then all of a sudden, she just kind of went quiet. Hey, I want to make sure that I can order these computers. No response. Finally, I get a response. Yeah, yeah, I ordered the computers. Okay. Hey, what about Office? No response. What about this? No response. What about that? No response. I'm like, this is not really the way that I want to handle all of this because I'm just feeling like we've set a deadline. Um, and how really what happened is she she came back and she said, these are the dates that I want to do the move. I'm like, well, that weekend I have something going on. That weekend's my anniversary weekend. Then it's Thanksgiving, or and then I'm gone, and then it's Thanksgiving. And I said, I can't pitch you until December first. And she says, that's not going to work. I have to call somebody else. I will have to drop you as a you, you can't be my network guy anymore. I'm going to have to call somebody else because I need this done at this date. So I kind of shifted everything. I was like, ah. So it started. So we we met with the network guy. We figured out a date we're going to do this. Met with the network guy. We said, here's what I need you to do: do all this stuff. He says, okay, I got it. We're going to make it all nice and pretty, pull it down. This is the date we're going to be doing it. I will be on, on in on the 13th, Sunday morning. We will move the server from the old place to the new place. They're going to be down Thursday and Friday. And Saturday, they're going to start moving stuff. I'm going to come in Sunday. We're going to move the server. We're going to get it up. We're going to get it running. We're going to get the new three new computers on because they had some older computers. Get those swapped out. Monday morning, 
I come back in, we tidy everything up, we're good to go. They're up and running Monday morning. Yes, sounds great. Everybody, okay. We all synchronized our watches and we left. I get a call from I, I then as we're getting as we're getting closer, I, I call and I say, Hey, just need to verify the time for uh Sunday. No, no, no response. The next day. Just, you know, I'm I'm actually on vacation. I'm actually in up by the San Juan Islands. Uh, email again. I uh, just wanted to get a time for Sunday morning because I'm bringing in my employee to help me out with this and no response. I get home, set, I, I get home, I have to drive to the coast. So I spend three, I spend three hours driving from the back from vacation. And then I have to turn around and drive an hour and a half to the coast for a down network and then turn around and drive back. So no, <laughs> no rest for the wicked, um, or weary or whatever it is. And at this whole time, I'm fighting a cold. So I'm, I'm super grumpy with everybody because I have a head cold and I'm just like, and I got to get in the car and drive again. Um, so I get home. And I, and I end up having to actually call her on her cell phone at 7.30 at night. I say, Tanya, I need to know what time we're supposed to meet tomorrow. And she goes, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, does nine o'clock work? And she says, well, yeah, let me, let me find out because I believe the, uh, low level electrician guy pulling all the cat five cables there. Let me see what his time at frame is. No problem. She calls me back and says nine o'clock will work, but he says he's not going to be done till Sunday night. Like he's not going to be done till Sunday night. Well, yeah, he he's running. He he underestimated the time. Like, but we met weeks ago talking about what needs to be done and the and the you know and he's pulling like thirteen Cat Five cables from different around the places. I you know I said, but I need I need all of this to be to be done because my job depends on getting that job done, and so then everything else can follow suit, and so you can be up and running Monday morning. So I show up Monday. I show up. And he, well, they said, so what you can do is he says, is you can run a hundred foot cable from the server, like set up the server. You can run a hundred foot cable to each of the computers and get it online that way. I'm like, no, that's not the response. I, that's not what I need. So I'm thinking, okay, if he's telling me to run a hundred foot cable from point A to point B, that must mean that maybe two or three of the networks aren't connected yet. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I get there. Sorry. I get there Sunday morning. And I walk into where the server room is, the, the the room there, and there is a massive amount of cables just hanging from the ceiling. Nothing is punched down. The 24-port patch panel is not even in the rack. It's a mess, absolute mess. So, okay, so what can we do? So we get the server moved over. I get the server online because it's, it, part of this problem, part, the other thing is, is that 8 o'clock this morning, they're doing a major network update to their primary um, billing application because they had the old one, but they they were moving to some new computers and they they were waiting for them to move to the new computers before they can move to this new update. So now that the computers are in, we can move to the new update on the server so that way we can then deploy the new computers. So hard deadline, 8 a.m. Monday morning, I'm talking to people in Texas to get a server update. Okay, so... <laughs> so 10 a.m. Sunday morning, there is Cat5 just strung out of Cat5 and voice strung, like massive amount of cable just pouring down out of the ceiling into a big mess. You know, nothing's terminated, nothing's punched down, there, nothing's punched down on the, on the, and the walls. It's a mess. We get the server up and running. Um, the sonic wall firewall, which is an old version, up and dies. <laughs> so now the firewall is dead and we can't get online. Um, I get a hold of Marvin because he, he works with Sonic Walls and I say, hey, here's the, here's the issue. The, it's just not accepting my username and password. And he says, there is no, there's no backdoor. There's nothing we can do. We, you'll have to, you know, you, you can reset it, but then you lose everything. I'm like, well, what about any port forwarding? Any of that? And he goes, nah, it's gone. 
Like, well, all right. So my job was I was going to pack up the network myself after I do backups and stuff on it. But then the network guy, but the, the, the low voltage guy took it all minus the server. He like took all the network gear with him. So I, I it was all disconnected by the time I got there. So I get there and I have to hook it back up. It doesn't work. So I bring the, so yeah. So, so then I set up the server. It's not working, but yet it's online and functional. And I tell the, and, and I'm like, okay, we're, we're at least there. I'll bring in another router tomorrow. It's going to be just a little TP link router, not a home one, but a little, but like a small business one. It's from home. I'll get it up and running with a static IP. At least I'll have internet. It's not going to be good, but we're going to, we need to, I need to move them to something else. And I want to move them to a watch guard, but they, she wasn't sure what to do and how to do it. And, and it finally, like I gave her some quotes and some prices and some timelines and it just kind of went on the back burner. Nothing happened of it. So now we're stuck with, okay, we're going to move everything. And we'll get to that bridge when we get there, except that it broke. So that would have been this, that would have been yesterday morning. So yesterday afternoon, I couldn't do anything. We were done, right? So I put the server, I get the server up and running and the low voltage guy comes in by that time and the server's in his way. So basically I shut the server down and I move it to the other side of the room completely unplugged. So I was there, I'm, you know, paid, but I was there and all I did really was move the server from one building to another yesterday. So I knew today was going to be a busy day. So I get every, come home, I get everything configured and set up. Um, and I get there at 6.30 this morning and I walk in and the alarm goes off. And I put in the code that I was told to use because the guy said, I'm going to give you this code because it matches your last name. Sure. Put it in. Nothing. Put it in. Nothing. Put it in. Nothing. Now the alarm starts screaming at me. I call up the owner and I said, hey, my code doesn't work. She says, yes, it does. It should. I said, it doesn't. I tried putting in three times. It just doesn't work. And she said, I even texted him last night saying, can you put it in to make sure? And he said, oh, no, no, it's done. So she said, try this code. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, everything's quiet. Excellent. Good. So my code last night from the low level guy didn't work at all. Okay. So I need to get the network online because in an hour and a half, I've got people calling me from Texas to update the server. So I get it online, up and running. Yay, everything's working great. Perfect. Server update updates. The network people, the, the I, I, I have to tell you, Mitch, that I know the story stones sounds long and drawn out, but... Every step of the way, it was like somebody was just, I, it was a speed bump every step of the way, right? So we get the server updated with their software. Perfect. The guy just disconnects from the server. He was remotely in, disconnects from the server. I'm like, all right, all right. he's not going to tell me how to get the new update on the new software, on the new, on the new computers. Just doesn't even tell me. He says, what he tells me is once the, once the server is up to date, the, the computers will just automatically up to date. We'll update with the, with the automatic, um, they will just update with the uh, automatically. I said, okay, great. But I'm assuming like I have to do something, right? Well, he doesn't call me. He just disconnects. So I called him back and I said, yeah, I was waiting to hear back from him. He disconnects. Oh, well, I called the owner. Well, I'm like, the owner's not here. She's off running errands. You were supposed to call me. I gave you my number. I'm the tech guy. He goes, oh, well, okay. So all you have to do is just do this. I'm like, okay. Oh, so really what it is, is, is the application is a shortcut to an executable that runs an access database on an access database. Yeah, 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 that's it. I'm like, well, you didn't tell me that. You know, I'm like, well, that makes sense how the compute, the client machines, and I'm going to air quote here, the client machines will update because there's really nothing to update because they run off the same service, the same application. You just spent 45 minutes updating on the server, but then left and didn't tell me that you updated, you finished it. It's like, oh my gosh, okay. Okay, thank you very much. We get everything up and running. It doesn't work when I install the new computers because I create a shortcut to the S drive 
here's something I learned last week, and maybe I, maybe maybe everybody knows this already, is that when you have links in an access database, it needs the full UNC path. If it's slash slash server name slash folder one slash folder two, you know, uh, you know, geeksters.acdb or whatever the access database is, if you map a shortcut to that folder, the, 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 the first folder, and then you just want to run it from there, it won't run. You need the full UNC path because the access database needs the full UNC path. So I found that out last week when I had another client of mine, they created an access database and I just made it really easy by creating a shortcut to a map drive. They open up the map drive, they click on the database, good to go. It breaks. And they said, and then I went in and I had the database guy there with me and I said, let me try this. And I tried the full UNC path. It works just fine. So, but it's an access database, which it, right off the bat, I'm like, we use them, at, we use them at work and then okay. we'll have them on a, on a server, a shared driver. Yep. And I just make a shortcut and it always works. And no one else, no, no one knows how to do it. So if somebody right. gets a new a machine, I got to help set it up for them. I'll put the shortcut. Then it just, but, but the, the shortcut works. Right. But that shortcut works because you've gone whack, whack server name, right? And followed the path down to. No, the, I just go, I just get the, the file. The, it's, it's on this share drive. I just, just copy, you know, make a shortcut to the desktop and it's yeah. always worked. But if it's in a folder and you map to that folder, no, I'm not mapping. I'm just sharing. I'm not right. But I mean, making a. But if, but if the data, if the database is like in, in you know, uh, whack, is in a, in you know, whack whack server, whack you know, uh, Mitch or Geeksters whack Mitch. It's copying then, all that know, with those right, I, right. But if you create a shortcut to to the first folder to the to the folder that the access database is in and make that like a map network drive like mm-hmm. S. And then you just open up S and then try to open up that database. It won't work because it's trying to see S and what happens, it airs out because the database says, I can't see S. The, it has to see the full path. I'm just making a shortcut to the file itself. Yeah. I'm already connected to, I already have, you know, all the computers have you know, access to that shared yeah. drive and it, it always works. Yeah. So we, I had to fix that. And so I had to fix that with this computer because it was like, Oh, now it makes sense because I had the shortcuts wrong. Okay. We fixed that. All right. Excellent. Now we're replacing three computers while we're there, replacing one of the owner's computers, um, old Windows XP machine. And, and the reason they couldn't upgrade is because they had Windows XP machines and two of the front office XP machines. Like when you walk in the door, there's two computers right there. Okay. Not a problem. I get one computer going. We got the other computer going. This is a, this is a standalone island with brand new power. Brand new internet coming down. Okay. So I take, um, but we need to, they ran one, they ran one ethernet cable. So I need to put a switch there. So I take the switch. It's a, it's a Netgear switch with a big brick. You know, I plug it in the wall and the, the, the brick starts to vibrate. (laughs) I unplug it. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's weird. Plug it in. As I'm pulling it out, I hear pop. I flip it over and smoke is billowing from the brick. I'm like, uh, that's not good. So I throw that away and I think there's a, okay, that's odd, but the brick must have time for the brick to go. I'm old switch. Okay. No problem. So then I take the, and I take then the, I go out to my car. I grab another switch, a new TP link switch. I plug in the, the, uh, I plug in the power strip to the, it's a quad plug in the power strip to the quad. I then plug in my switch to the power strip. Everything's good so far. I then grab the brother fax machine that goes from there. You know, it's got a, it's, it's got the brick in the middle of it. So out of the power cable goes to a brick and then out of the brick to, you know, the little fax machine. So the brick does something, right? It must, it's got capacitors or something. I don't know what it does. 
I plug that in and I'm working and I'm working. I mean, within seconds, I'm hearing sizzling, like liquid, like liquid is bubbling and sizzling. And I look over and that brick is oozing liquid and it is billowing smoke coming out of the wall, out of the the thing. I grab all the power and I unplug it. And Mike, the other guy that's working there grabs his phone and starts to record it. And it's billowing smoke, billowing smoke. So, <laughs> so let's, let's recap what, what's gone on so far here. I meet with the electrician. He says everything's going to be fine. The low level electrician, he says everything's going to be fine. I show up Sunday morning. The low, low level electrician is not going to be done. He won't be done until Sunday night. I bring the server in, hook it up, then come to find out the, the, Sonic wall is dead, not responding anymore. Somehow it got reset. Don't know. Okay, move that away to the side. Try to get everything up and running. It's not working. Then I get the server up and running. Oh, but wait, now the server's in the low-level electrician's way, so now I need to unplug the server and move it to the other side of the room. I leave after three hours. I show up at 6.30 this morning. My alarm code doesn't work. Um, I get the network up online, which is good. Low-level electrician is there. Oh, I walk in, and the boss goes, okay, how come our phones aren't working yet? And I'm like, uh, I don't think the phones are hooked up yet. There's nothing tapped into the 66 block. Sure enough, he hasn't done the phones yet. The phones aren't even hooked up. So the phones aren't hooked up. We're freaking out. I have one of those just cricket. It's not a cricket phone, but it's just a phone that just plugs in. It doesn't need any power. Um, I plug that into the port on the Comcast telco router. Now they just at least have a phone, right? It's just, that's it. So the phones are down. I get the phone up and running. They search all over for a phone to replace my phone so I can hey, take my phone with me. Um, some of the ports aren't hot yet. I have to like restring cables. Um, I then go to plug in computers. I plug in that, that computer, the, you know, the power supply. Literally things catch fire. Um, pull that out. At the same time, my employee is, so we get the electricians to come over there. They don't know what the problem is. They string a new network connection. They're saying, and they keep shutting on and off the power. The server is right there. And all they're shutting on and off the power is the lights. And it freaks me out. Because every time I hear click, lights shut down. Click, lights come up. I'm like, guys, you can't do that. I'm like, that's freaking me out. They're like, ah, no, it's going to be okay. I'm like, okay. They say, well, what we need to do, though, is at some point we're going to have to shut power down to that circuit. Okay. I shut everything down, unplug everything from the wall, move it away from the wall, right? Because it's been up and down. Two minutes later, okay, we're done. I'm like, you guys are done? Like, yeah, we're done. All right, plug everything back in. And then I say, well, we need also, while you're here, we need another quad put in because you didn't, they didn't pull enough power to that, to that side. There's just a plug. So now all the server is, there's the UPS battery backup is the only thing plugged in because the other one's being taken up by the, um, the other, the other half of the circuit, you know, the two prong, the two electrical outlet, the bottom electrical outlet is being powered to the alarm system. I have my battery backup plugged into there and everything else, the server, the, the, <laughs> so you got the server, which has redundant power supplies. You have, uh, the Comcast cable modem. You have the Comcast, <laughs> the Comcast phone. You've got, uh, an, uh, the TP link switch. You've got, uh, another router. You've got a backup system. It's all being off this one battery backup. And I'm like, oh, that's got to change. So then they say, well, we have to shut everything down again. So I shut everything down again, pulled open the wall. They drill out. They put a quad in. Now I've got more power. I'm like, great. Thank you very much. <laughs> I suppose My- they, they put, uh, I guess it, it, everything was because of the, uh, you didn't have enough, uh, a big enough breaker as him. I don't know. I mean, yeah, you, you, that's what it sounds like. I mean, at the fire, everything, the fire was being caused by the, the outlet, right? Not by the, uh, the units itself, the things you have plugged into it. I have no idea. Yeah, I've, I, I've had that happen. 
I mean, at so, work, you know, I had a, <laughs> cause they had right. too much, like we had, actually I had a, I had a route, a route, little hub, little neck ear hub. It, it, that thing all melted, but, it, but it all, everything originated out of the wall, the wall side had started. Uh, it was overloaded. Yeah. So at the same time, <laughs> Michael, my employee, then takes and hooks up another computer, right, in another location, and he the power supply fries on that computer as well. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so <laughs> finally we get everything up and running. Uh, we lost a sonic wall. We lost a computer. <laughs> the phones aren't up yet, but they're working. They, they're getting there. Uh, we had to have the electrician in t- twice today. The uh, the the, the low level guy pulled two all nighters because he under judged how long this was going to go. It, I I am so when I at the earlier at the beginning of the show when I said this project was done and I was just <sighs> a sigh of relief. I have a list of things to do still. Stress. One word. Stress. Oh my gosh! Uh, at least the move is done. I couldn't at do it. At least the move is done. Couldn't do it. I couldn't handle. Now it. I've got a list of things like, okay, what are we going to do about backups, and what are we going to do about this, and what are we going to do about antivirus, and what are we going to do about this? Because really, unfortunately, this owner is very disconnected when it comes to technology. If it's not, if it's technical, she's like, eh, I don't really care, and she kind of puts it off to the side. The problem is that things fall through the cracks then. And when I say, what about this? She goes, I don't know. I'm like, well, that doesn't. You need, I, you I, need I, an answer. Right. I need an answer. So what will probably end up happening is that we're going to take a much, we're going to have to be a way more hands-on to the shop than I originally expected um, because it was kind of out of sight, out of mind, and everything was working, not realizing really how messy it was until we actually moved them. So um, I'm going to, this one's going to go to my employee. He, I, you know, uh, I like to give him, give him sites rather than just, you know, have him sending out on jobs. I like to give him invest. So he's invested in a, in a location. Um, this one's going to go to him. Well, we've got quite a bit of work to do still ahead of us. Um, just back end stuff, but oh my gosh, today I'm done with that project. And huh, what, uh, and so when I say literally things caught on fire, I was so afraid that the building was like, things are going to catch on fire. But so, uh, there we are. That's, that's been, that was just the last two days. So that, that, that's the pros and cons of owning your own business. Uh, I couldn't handle it. I mean, my wife, she gets here after me to take out the garbage, and I, that's, that's stressful enough for me. <laughs> nah, yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, um, that is, that's a, that's a very good tales from the trench story right there. Um, yeah. hopefully things will be better, but, uh, wow. We've, uh, I've got more stories. There's always more things to do. Um, I deployed a computer. I, I had a client to over this weekend say, here's the, here's the issue he runs into. And he's a vet, he's a veterinary clinic. He says, so what happens is when, when a customer calls in and, and they want to talk with him, he usually has to get paged over the intercom. Well, if he's in a client, if he's with a client or he's in his office or something else is going on, he may not ever hear it or he can't break away. So he said, what he wants to do is be able to find an application and they found one. Um, so what he wants to do is he finds an application that basically they can do a broadcast message out to all of the computers. And now I know that there are like net messenger, there's an app or there's a, um, a DOS command you can do to send out a, a message to everybody. Oh, excuse me, but that's not what he wants. What he wants to be able to do is be able to reply back. So he found this program called LAN, um, pro- program called LAN messenger. And the last time it was updated was, I believe 2012. Uh, and, and he, he, you know, said, I want to try this. And I said, okay. Because what you can do is you can actually send out a broadcast message to everyone. And then he can respond from the computer that he's at. 
the problem that you run into with some of these computers, with these programs, is that, especially in this location, is that everybody logs in with the one username and password. There isn't, you know, uh, they're not differentiated. You know, everybody just has the same username and password. So the problem is, is that how do you differentiate, you know, exam one from, you know, his office? Uh, so we installed Land Messenger and I started messing around with it. You can actually rename the account, which is nice. So um, I was able to install it on his computer and some of the exam rooms. It looks like they were testing it. And and uh, he said, yeah, everything works really, really well. So I went there today to finish up, you know, getting it installed on just the selected computers. And I thought, well, a great way so that everybody's getting broadcast is we don't install it everywhere. We just install it on the computers that need it, right? I get there today and he goes, you know what? I like this so much that I want to install it on every computer in the in the thing. So I then spent the next hour <laughs> running around to all the computers, installing this one application. Um, it didn't take very long, uh, but it was it, it worked out well. Uh, so I went in and then renamed it. But it's called Land Messenger. So if you need something that's just a simple messaging client that doesn't need to authenticate against you know an outside party, Land Messenger um, seems to work in, and you can just talk back and forth between groups. You can do a big bulk message to everybody. Um, you can actually set up your own groups. So, you know, if maybe you want to, you know, just, just, um, you know, broadcast a message to say HR and say, Hey, we're going to lunch. Does anybody join us? So land messenger 2012 is when it was last updated, but it works great. So, um, that's, that seems to, to work out work, you know, that seemed to have worked out really well for him. Sorry. And they're messaging you, you, messaging you now on it right now. No, because, well, one of the things he wanted to do is he said, I would like this to work outside of the client, but, or outside of the clinic. But being that it's called LAN Messenger, uh, I don't, I, it's, it's, you know, it's not called WAN Messenger. <laughs> it's called LAN Messenger. So, uh, yeah. Uh, um, you know, Tuesday, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, Microsoft has changed their Windows updates. This was the first Tuesday where I noticed that I had one, one, one update as opposed to, to multiple updates. Um, I, you know, I actually, some of my older machines, I saw that there was a couple, there were, there were like 13 updates, but I did see on a couple of new machines, there was just one single update. And I'm not sure if you saw that or not. I had a few over the weekend, but you know, I got, uh, five or six PCs in the house and they're not all on the same time. So, okay. You know, when the weekends will come down here, I'm, I'll turn the three on. So I noticed that, um, which was kind of nice. I think it was about 120 some megs for one update. So, um, sorry, I, I I realized that my um. Anyways, I realized that my daughter is ready to be picked up. My wife is to be picked up. But then at the same time, I got a call from a dad who's his daughter is there too, um, and I'm not sure what's uh, what's going on with that. So I guess I'll just have to wait and see. Uh, but the life of having multiple kids everywhere. Um, a web of trust. I know I've used it. I know Mitch, you've used it. Um, they, they started to, uh, sell the data. Really, uh, they, you know, they, they had, they, you know, your, your information that was supposed to be, uh, you know, the anonymized data included the email addresses, the URLs. Um, you know, it just, it really wasn't good. And since then, um, Mozilla has actually Pulled it from their repositories, and I'm assuming that Google will as well. Uh, but yeah, they just, uh, man, they they really kind of messed up there. They they you know you're supposed to trust them, and and they they didn't, and you know that's that stinks. Yeah, you won't see it anymore in the in the Google um, add-ons. Um, but 
one of the PCs I had actually mainly on, uninstall it or, you know, from the top, you know, on the right. And, um, you know, it gives, it gives you this questionnaire while you're installing it. Are you going to install that? Well, what's the reason why you're uninstall it? Because you're bad. That's what I, that's what right. I put. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't ever reply why I uninstalled it. I just removed it. So if you're still using WebAttress, you may want to do that. I know this is kind of old. Um, this happened, um, on the 8th. So we're looking at five days from now. So this would have been last, last Tuesday. So it's almost a week old. Um, but there's that. Oh, the other thing I wanted to do. It's, I, I'm going to remove it from this other machine. See what Oh, you're going to remove it? Yeah. Cause I hadn't had all the machines on. Um, I'll save this other one for another day, but, um, but yeah, so that's um that's kind of what's been going on. That's what's been going on with me, with as far as you know the life, the geeksters, um where where we're at with that, and looking forward to to bringing it back and and, and keep it going. How you you good there, Mitch? Yeah, all that. Yeah, go ahead. It's all right. Uh, I'll, I'll do oh. it afterwards. Sorry. All right. Cool. Well, hey guys, thanks for um. Hanging out with us tonight. I hope you are glad that we're back. Um, if not, you can send us some emails to let us know. Hey, it was better. It was you know, it was better when you guys were gone. <laughs> uh, but uh, you can always get a hold of us at geeksters at podnuts dot com. Um, is that still right? You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> oh well, I think so. Anyways, if you need to, um, I'm Martin at Obano yeah, it's, it's right. It's right. Yeah. 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 yeah I thought it's been. See, it's been. It's been a while. Um, Geeksters at podnuts.com, Martin at abandoncomputing.com. Um, don't forget to watch us live. Podnuts.com. Podnuts.com slash Geeksters live. Um, disable the ad blocker while you're at podnuts.com, uh, just because it, some of the you know we'd like to have you be able to see our sponsors and 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 help them out. Podnuts.com slash Amazon for all your stuff, all your purchasing needs. Christmas is coming up. New Year's is coming up. Thanksgiving's is coming up. Bye, bye, bye. Um, yeah. I'm just super glad to be back, and I'm so thankful that um, Mitch is able to join me tonight. We're able to get this uh, get this show. Thank you for everybody who's hanging out in the chat room. I saw a lot of people in there. I saw a lot of people talking. I haven't had a chance to go in there and look at it, but I will uh, probably scroll through there in just a moment here and check it out, see what everybody's been saying. Uh, I saw Mitch has been in there a little bit, too. Uh, so that's Mitch. somebody called Mitch 400. Um, I think it looks pretty good for being 400. 61. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, guys, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. And, you know, like always, send us those emails. Uh, you know, we'd, we'd love to hear from you guys. And as always, don't forget to be gruntled. Thanks, guys. Have a good evening. Bye.